Romans 10, verse 8. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, or that Jesus is Lord, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. We see here the importance of confession in order to enter in the first step in the kingdom of God, it is the acceptance of the lordship of Jesus. That cannot happen without confession. And then, once we have accepted him as our personal savior, in order to obtain the promises, we have to confess our faith in the promises. And we have to confess and say, Jesus is our Savior continually in order to maintain that. If we deny with our words, with our confession, that Jesus is our Savior, we have lost our salvation. Faith is released through our confession. Jesus' bold and continual confession is, this is our example. He continually confessed who he was, his purpose, where he came from. He confessed that he was the, the God was his father. And ultimately this is what angered the religious people of the day so much that they crucified him because he made God his father. Nevertheless, this was the truth and it had to be confessed. He confessed why he had come. He had confessed the uh, authority God the Father had given him. He confessed how he was led, led by the Spirit of God and how he only did what the Spirit showed him. What the Father showed him was before he did something, he could sense it, he could feel it, he could see it in the Spirit. And he was led by the Spirit of God. He confessed that he was the Son of Man and the Son of God. He confessed that he was the King of the Jews. He didn't shrink back from his confession, although he was persecuted. And the Bible tells us that what he made us to be, through his death, burial, resurrection, we are, if we believe it and confess it, we are to confess what we are in Christ, that we are, by his stripes, we are healed, that we are provided for, that we are more than conquerors in all these things, we are more than conquerors, that we have been given authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. All these confessions, Jesus said in Luke 10:19, he says, Behold, I give unto you power, to tread on serpents and scorpions, talking about evil spirits, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So we have been given his authority, we are his substitutes, his ambassadors in the earth today. But without confession this will not happen. Confession is not only speaking to other people and telling them. Confession can be done straight out in the spirit, in the spirit world. Every day we need to confess these promises in order for these promises to be released in our lives and for us to be able to walk in these promises. The heaven and earth was created through words that God spoke and the word that we live in is created by the words we speak and we need to speak the words that God has given us to speak and confess and believe those with all our hearts. The Bible says 
that the angels hearken to the voice of his word and we are to be the voice of his word in the earth bringing his will to pass in the earth realm we have to confess for instance that we are redeemed Christ hath redeemed us Galatians 3 Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us he is our redemption and this is necessary our confession and our deliverance from Satan's dominion authority cannot be released without confession we should confess that we are actually new creatures 2 Corinthians 5.17 if any man being Christ is a new creature all things have passed away behold all things are become new we are partakers of the very nature and life of deity of God this is overwhelming to the natural man and even to the religious mind that we have received and been made partakers of the very nature and life of God's deity through the Holy Spirit through faith confessions of faith continual confession of faith this will happen and be released into our lives it's not enough to confess these things once as I said but it's a daily affirmation of our relationship with him confessing our righteousness our ability to stand in his presence without feeling any guilt or inferiority this is tremendous the Bible says in Romans 4.16 let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need the grace to help in the time of need come boldly unto the throne of grace not come to the throne of grace feeling ashamed, feeling inadequate feeling inferior, feeling guilty no, come boldly unto the throne of grace how can we come boldly before the throne of grace almighty God in all his holiness in all his might how can we come boldly before him because of the blood because of the blood Revelations 12:11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto death talking about the natural lives no we give our lives to him we take up the cross we lay down our lives we take up his life and crucial part of that is the confession the words that he has given us to speak and to believe for we live by faith and we walk by faith and we speak by faith not by sight so we are to dare to stand in the holy presence of almighty God and declaring what we are in him declaring that we have been made clean declaring that we are made holy declaring that we are made righteous that we are healed by his stripes that we are free from the dominion of the enemy and from his authority maybe my body feels sick maybe I feel that I have a fever maybe the doctor says that I have an incurable disease maybe medical science says that and I feel that and everybody can see that but what does the word of God says? say even in, under these circumstances I am to confess that God laid that disease on Jesus and that Satan has no right to put it on me but that by his stripes by the stripes of Jesus I am healed and I am to hold fast to my confession of faith in the face of contradictory circumstances 
my senses tell me that this is not true and people say when we do this oh you're lying no I am not lying I'm not confessing an untruth I am confessing what God says by faith and my confession in what God says my confession of faith in what God says changes the facts changes the circumstances and my body is able to receive the healing that Jesus purchased for it when he became sick with my sickness. So there are the truth that the five senses tell us and there is the truth of revelation from God. Sometimes these are opposites. We are not to walk and live in the realm of the senses. We are to walk and live in the realm of revelation, in the realm of faith. In order to do this, I have to hold fast to my confession that I am what the word says I am. Colossians 1.13 Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We are to confess this by faith that this is what God has done already. Even before we experience it. Even before we can see it, the fruits of it. We have to make a confession of faith that this is so. And if we don't do that, make that confession of faith, then we will never see it. As one example. We already mentioned, by his stripes I'm healed. We are to confess that. Even in the face of sickness. Even in the face of pain. We are to confess, we, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We are provided for. We are abundantly provided for, financially and materially as well. Because the word of God says, that though he was rich, Yet for our sakes he became poor, that we through his poverty might be rich. The substitutionary work of Jesus. He took our curse. He took our poverty. He took our sickness. He took our sin. Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us. We were cursed by God through our sin, but now he has taken that curse He paid the price for that curse. And now we are blessed by faith. We are blessed by God through our faith and through our confession of faith in the substitutionary work of Jesus Christ, our older brother. It's impossible for us to enter into these realities without confessing and believing. Confessing with our mouth what we believe in our hearts. Confess these truths that God reveals to us by His Spirit Sometimes, you know, there can be tremendous financial needs. And I've seen this even in, in the poorest of countries. But as people come to God, as people get revelation of God as their provider, that finances miraculously are released and God's provision is miraculously released. The children of Israel were provided for 40 years in the desert. Millions of people. Yet none of them hungered. Yet none of them lacked for clothing. Yet none of them lacked for water. Why? Because God was the provider. How much more in the new covenant? God is our provider. Jesus needed money to pay his taxes. So what did he do? The Spirit revealed to him what to do. He gave instructions to his disciples. They went fishing. And there were the taxes in form of a gold coin in the mouth of the fish. Jesus needed food for thousands of people that were hungry. They needed food. What did he do? He brought the kingdom with the presence of God. And in the presence of God, 
in the kingdom of God there is no lack there is no sickness and disease it all has to flee because God is a good God God is a provider God is a healer God is a blesser the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy Jesus said I am come that ye might have life and ye might have it more abundantly so there was a great need here among the people that needed food they were all hungry and the disciples they were trying to figure out how in the world are we going to be able to raise all this money to buy all this bread for all these people supernaturally God provided Jesus took what was given to him a little boy's lunch blessed it thanked the father for it Jesus who himself was hungry broke the bread and shared it he started giving to the disciples the disciples broke it and gave and the bread started multiplying everybody ate everybody was filled same thing with the fish 12 baskets left afterwards a miracle of provision even so today God will provide all our needs according to his riches if we put our faith in him if we put our confession in the word of God and believing what the father has said confessing that he supplies all our needs that the Lord is my shepherd I shall not lack I shall not want the census calls this the natural man calls this foolishness but I by faith refuse to be intimidated by what I see what I smell what I feel what I hear what I can taste all what my senses tell me I refuse to allow these evidence these things to rule my faith my faith is in the word of God I refuse to be governed by the natural I live by faith the greater one is in me than he that is in the world he is greater than the forces around me the forces around me that oppose the will of God that oppose the word but the power of the word and the power of the Holy Spirit are greater as I believe and as I confess these God will bring it to pass and we have to maintain this confession of faith this commitment to living by faith speaking faith and acting by faith and we need to con- maintain this confession of spiritual values of God's values of God's word of God's realities even in contradictory circumstances under persecution not give up our confession and the word of God will conquer through us and we will see that God's word is true and it will break into the natural realm it will be manifested and everybody will praise God but without confession of faith without a total commitment to the word of God and confessing what the word says this will not come to pass but as we do this as we confess who we are what we can do what we have in him in God in his word by faith God will be glorified